0: The University of Adversity, where the only rules of the class is to hold your head up high and keep moving forward. Because when the going gets tough, the tough get going. And now, here's your host, Lance ECOs.
1: Hey, 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 welcome back, everybody. So, we got a jam packed 20 minutes here with Zachary Babcock from the Underdog Empowerment podcast. The guy is an awesome dude doing amazing things. He was doing a podcast mega tour. So he's doing about 50 different podcast interviews in two days. So we committed to 20 minutes. So we tried to drop as much heat, as much value as we could in that 20 minutes. And after hearing this and going through it, I want to do a part two down the road to dive more into it. But we get into his story. We get into what he's up to and just the general message on what's holding a lot of people back and what you could do. To get better in your life. So, a lot's packed into the 20 minutes. We did our best, but I think we did a great job. So, make sure you listen to this right till the end. It's pretty hard not to, it's only 20 minutes, but you're going to get a lot of value. If you haven't already, go hit that subscribe button. At the end of the show, leave us a review. Let us know what you think. And most importantly, go check out Zach's show, Underdog Empowerment. He's got a badass interview, he's got amazing guests, and he's one of the guys in the space that I look up to as far as taking the next level, you know, taking, going and and, and helping people along the way, you know, because he went from nothing to create something amazing. And we're both aligned with our vision and overcoming adversity is all the same messaging. It's just different. So we both have our different styles and I can really appreciate where he's coming from. So I hope you guys enjoy this show and uh, we'll catch you on the other side. Enjoy. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to University of Adversity. I'm your host, Lance Isios. My next guest is a former drug addict and has spent over five years of his life in prison. After missing the birth of his two twin sons, he made the decision to transform his life. He has now gone on to create a massive movement with the top 200 podcast, Underdog Empowerment, where he helps the underdogs who have the odds stacked up against them with little hope to succeed. His approach is raw, no bullshit, no fluff, it helps people learn the core fundamentals, what it takes to succeed, even when it seems impossible. Most importantly, helping people go from victim, victim to being empowered. He's also an author, public speaker, and has literally gone from living with convicted felons to rubbing elbows of millionaires. He's currently on his podcast, Megatour, so we got a jam-packed 20 minutes, and I'm really excited to dive into this story. Zachary Babcock, welcome to the show, brother.
0: Lance, you the man. That was a killer intro, man. I don't know how I'm going to follow that up. Thanks for having me though, man.
1: <laughs> man, really excited. And, um, you know, obviously we've been connected for a little while. I've been watching you. Your stuff is amazing. Your podcast is fucking fire. And I really want to get to, you know, the core of your story here, bro. We only got 20 minutes to rock this. So I really want to go back, take us back through the story and let's, let's uh, fill in the gaps a bit.
0: Yeah, man. Absolutely, dude. So I, I grew up without a father. He died when I was seven. And that, I, I always wanted to fit in. Um, I mean, we all do. We're all social creatures, right? And that's part—it's part of our DNA to want to fit in. Anybody says, "Oh, I don't care." What anybody thinks that's—that's that's bullshit. Yeah. Um, but I did it to a point where it was um, uh, not helpful. It was—it uh, was hindering me in a lot of ways. And so I would do things out of character to fit in. And by the time I was 17, I caught some cases. And uh, by the time I was 19, I went away for four years flat on a seven-year sentence. And During that time, man, a lot, of, a lot of crazy shit happened, a lot of great life experiences that helped me transform the way I thought and did things, um, but I got out four years later. I was 23 years old, stayed out for about two years, and then I went back to prison uh, just 20 days before my twin sons were born. And Lance, dude, that was legit. The the straw that broke the camel's back. It was like I'm done. Enough is enough. You know, all I wanted to be growing up was the father that I didn't have, and now here I am missing out on that. So that's what kind of shifted everything and got me uh, moving in the direction that I'm in now.
1: Yeah, man. That's I can't even imagine what that's like. Cause I mean, you can imagine, but unless you're in that position, it's a really hard perspective to have, right? And but sometimes you need to go in that position to really hit that rock bottom to be able to be like fuck i need to change this right so you know some people kind of float around in that area where like it's okay it's not you haven't hit that rock bottom and they kind of coast through life but when you have that situation where you had such a crazy you know past and having to miss such an important event that's something that definitely would spark you to want to change and that's uh super inspiring bro what did you find to be so obviously going from, you know, being in prison and that mindset and everything, what did you find to be the hardest part about transforming, about like that shift into what you're doing now?
0: You know, it's weird, but it wasn't hard to make that shift when I finally decided, when I made that decision, it, it was over. And some things that really empowered me, like I learned about them reading books years later but during the time when it happened, I didn't know that that's what was actually what the psychology behind it was happening. But for instance, like um, when when I was in prison the first time, uh, my sister passed away from a heroin overdose. I was in the hole, bro. Wow. Yeah, dude. So check it out. I was in the hole, which is the prison inside of the prison. You're in like a tiny little cell. You could walk three steps this way and three steps back. That's it. Very little to no human interaction. Um, it's cold, dark, dirty, gloomy, depressing all this stuff. And I'm down there for two months for some tattoo violations. And then they, the, the CCOs come banging on my door and said, cuff up, you're going to the captain's office. They brought me back there in shackles and handcuffs. I'm thinking that somebody on the yard told on me for something I hadn't gotten in trouble for yet, or they were trying to get me to tell somebody else. And I'm like, in my, you know, fuck the world, fuck police at the time, you know, prison mentality. And, um, he said, how long have you been locked up? I was like, man, I ain't got shit to say. Put me back in my cell. And he said, dude, we found uh, your mom calling. Let us know a few days ago. She had to break into your bathroom and find your sister dead on the floor with a needle in her arm. And yeah, dude, like that. So that legit was like the last thing that I was expecting. And, and it's a weird experience. Cause like I had like this, this blackout and then like my vision came back and this adrenaline burst through me and then all the tears and shit. And then, they gave me a thirty-second phone call to my mom. Legit thirty seconds. We're bawling our eyes out to each other, crying, telling each other we love each other. And then they put me back in my cell, and I told them to put me in a cell by myself. I didn't want to be with anybody. And here's a practical part that I hope will help somebody that's listening in right now. For the next three days, I didn't get out of my bed to eat. I just got out to to use the restroom in my cell. That was it. I was crying. All I could think about was all the thing, all the mean things I ever said and did to my sister, and the goodbye I never get to tell her. Trapped in this eight by 10 cell by myself, literally going crazy. And on that third day I woke up and I was like, man, I don't know what's the reason why I'm still here, but there's gotta be a reason. Uh, I don't know what that is. What can I do right now to, to find peace, to be happy? And what that did is that focused my attention on what power I had in that moment. I didn't have much, I'm trapped in eight by 10 cell, but I started taking, dominating my space, cleaning like OCD, cleaning the cell, like scrubbing it with rags and stuff. And this, this crazy, crazy stuff. Like if you think OCD is bad, it doesn't have shit on this, bro. And, and, and working out, releasing natural endorphins, like all these little things. And by the end of that two months that I was down there by myself, I found a peace of mind in a really dark time. And now moving forward years later, I read the book, uh, Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. Yeah. And he talked. He talks about that. He says, man, the questions that you ask yourself dictate these outcomes you have, because whenever you ask a question, you focus, it focuses your attention. And so when most people get in a situation like that, and I've done it plenty of times where you're like, oh, why does this got to happen to me or why me? And so you're focusing that attention on why the fuck it's fucked up instead of what you can do about it in that moment. And so that was like one key piece that really kind of, you know, helped me moving forward.
1: Yeah, and it's it's changing your your perspective of not being a victim, right? And actually being empowered and understanding. Just what Tony says as well, like, you know, it doesn't happen to us, it happens for us. Mm. And fuck, man, when you can realize that, it happened in my life too. It's always like blaming everybody else. Why am I here? Oh, it must be my job's fault or, or the people I'm hanging out with. It's like, no, man, it's all, you got to own it. And you got to understand that this shit is happening to you for a reason. And if you can look at things like that, I mean, it's hard, right? But if you can shift that perspective, it makes things a lot easier on the big scale, right? Like,
0: Dude, 100%, bro. Have you ever read the book, uh, uh, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl?
1: No, but I actually heard you talking about it on one of your episodes, I think. And I I went and looked to see if it was on audio. I'm going to get the book though, bro.
0: Bro, I swear to God, like anybody listening, like that book you have to get. And The reason why I say that. You know how you got books that are like, okay, that's awesome. And you learn a few things or whatever. And there's like maybe one golden nugget in there or a few or whatever. Well, this is one of those books where it's transformational. It's like has yes. a lasting impact in your life. And the dude, he, uh, Victor Frankl, he went through the, 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 the Nazi death camps you know, was a a true victim, like literally put in there and, uh, dude, brutally tortured watching his friends die and wither away day by day for years on end. And one of the main lessons he talks about in there, man, is talking about how you and, any circumstance like he was stripped of, he talks about how he was stripped of all of his human freedoms except for the one human freedom that nobody can take away and that is your freedom to choose how you re- respond to anything so yeah. an ex- an example bro a tornado could come through and, and 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 wreck your house and kill your family god forbid that happens but it could happen that now you didn't have any control over that natural disaster happening there was nothing that you could do about it however you can either choose to let that make you bitter and miserable and want to go kill yourself or be horrible to other people and live the rest of your life out in misery. Or you could choose to let that empower you, embrace that pain and go out and create something special that, that empowers other people in the process. It's always that external stimulus and your response to that stimulus in between that is your freedom to choose how you respond to that stimulus that you have no control over.
1: Man, so true. And it just comes down to the simplest thing. You control how you react. It's, everything, it's the ownership of your own life, Amen. Right? It's crazy because it's, it's, it's such a hard truth to swallow sometimes, but it's that simple. And it's like that even in relationships. You know, I went through a breakup recently. It was fucking hard at first. But when I sat with it, I was like, man, like, how am I going to react? You know, am I going to hate her? Am I going to do this? Or am I going to be like, well, what is this actually going to do for me long term? It's probably going to help me in a way, you know? And it's how you react. And over the years, you learn that. And eventually, you know, you get better at it. Sometimes we go back to our old ways. But, I mean, as long as you're aware of that and the more you talk about it, the better you get at it as well, right? So, yeah, man, that's super Amen, powerful. Um, I want to ask you just kind of two questions in one. So, I'm not going to ask you your favorite guest that you've interviewed because I think that's a dumb question. But what is – who – what's guests that you had on your podcast has really impacted you like you went into it thinking or maybe you had expectations maybe you didn't know and you're like fuck that was that was that was heavy because sometimes we go into these podcasts having expectations and then we're either blown yeah. away or it's kind of like oh yeah that was good but you know is there any yeah. that have really stood out that you just walked away and you're like fuck that was that was epic
0: yeah and it easily comes to the top of mind and I mean it not just saying it just because he was Andy Fursilla, but the reason why I say that is because he got me to change my perspective on things by something he said and what he said. I even talked about it on that at the end of the interview and stuff. Um, You know, the whole underdog mentality, uh, it's great. It's great starting out, you know, it's like, all right, they're proving, they're, they're counting me out and everybody's laughing and I'm going to prove these motherfuckers wrong, blah, 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 blah. you know, like using that as motivation, which is great. And that's one thing I was talking about on the podcast too, is like, that's great to have, but you also, none of that matters if you don't have a strong enough reason why you're doing it in the first place. But he said, he said what really shifted my perspective was like, man, I reached to a point where it's like, I'm not out to prove motherfuckers wrong anymore. I'm just out to prove myself right. I'm not in competition with anybody else. I'm in competition with myself and they're trying to get on my level. And I was like, woohoo, that was too yeah. heat. I was like, you know, and that's this whole persona. And I was like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take that step eventually, you know? Cause you, you reached a point where it's like, they said you couldn't do all this, but you did it. So what's next? And the only way to keep it going next is by having that competition with yourself.
1: Yeah. Being better than you were yesterday. Really. That's all that matters. Right. And I I was the same way, man, when I was doing, I know you were in the network marketing space for a while as well. And, you know, I tapped into that and it's just always, but even in our space now, it's so easy to compare yourself to others. Yeah. I'll be like, Oh fuck, they're doing this. And they look like they're successful, but like they're looking at life through a different lens and they're a different, totally different perspective. But we, we compare ourselves and it, 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 it's really fucked when you think about it, you know? And it's like, it doesn't even matter what anybody else is doing, right? It only matters about what you're doing and how you're getting better. And sometimes people spend so much energy trying to be better than other people. It's just a waste of time, right? Dude, I mean, A motherfucking
0: man, dude. And, and to, to piggyback on that, bro, you gotta think about it. It's, social media that, that that's bro people are only posting about how good their shit is you know what i'm yeah. saying and they don't post and not saying that some people aren't if there's some people that are real motherfuckers on social media but still you don't know their entire life story you don't know what they're going through on a day-to-day basis they're human beings just like you we're all going through our shit and going through our journey at sitting at different perspectives and different times and once like you're always gonna you're always gonna compare yourself to an extent because it's like built into us you know and it's like that hierarchy, Like, like we got to have a hierarchy in, uh, uh, in rank order things in order to make a decision. You got to decide that, hey, eating right now is more important than Definitely. not eating right now or whatever. So it's always going to be that extent, but you, like you said, you got to get into it to where it's like, okay, I got to understand that this is my journey. I'm not comparing myself to others. I have to, if I'm really going to get places and, and not just get places, but also get that fulfillment, it's got to come from a place of, did I get better than yesterday? Am I getting better than yesterday? And if you can just do that and know where you're going and know what success really looks like for you, because a lot of people just think it's like cars, money, all this shit. If you know what success, like your ideal life is, then that's how you really kind of tap into that fulfillment in a sense.
1: Awesome, man. Where can everybody find you, bro? I want to make sure we don't miss this. Let's uh, let's get you plugged.
0: Yeah, man, dude, definitely. The podcast is what I'm really passionate about. If you guys dig this interview, man, Go check it out. It's Underdog Empowerment. You can tune in on any platform that you're listening to podcasts to. Uh, to make it really easy for you, you can go to underdogempowerment.com. Right on the front page, I got Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, all that, whatever you like to. Uh, hope to see you guys over there, dude. Thanks for for the plug.
1: Man, it's it's great. You're I love the music in your podcast when it starts. It's fucking yeah. gets you jacked up, man. It's great. It's uh, you're doing a you're doing an awesome thing, bro. And you know we, you know, we're kind of connected to some of the same people and, you know, I've been watching you over time and it's just like, it's inspiring to see people growing in this space, right? Just trying to make impact where they can. So yeah, man, that's awesome. I, um, I always ask just one question, you know, to, to everybody, what's one tip that you could give people to overcome adversity, to go on to experience success in their life?
0: Dude. So these three things tie together, but it's really one piece of advice that you got to get these three phases in, and this is what I would go back and tell myself just starting out, and that is for one, don't act further along than what you really are. you don't have to fake it um, and and when you do that, you know you're you're doing yourself a huge di- d- disservice so don't don't fake it just because if you act further along than what you really are, you're the reason why you're doing yourself a disservice because you're thinking like I'm going to use the underdog, for example. You're like, fuck it, I'm going to prove all them wrong. They're wrong about me. I'm better than what they think I am. But you're not. That's the reason why you're underdog in the first place. So You have to realize where you're at so that you can get better. So, one, don't act further than what you – further along than what you really are. Secondly, you're, you're on the outside looking in, so you don't know it, it's, you have to learn the rules and how things operate and how people socialize and everything and you have to start building those skills. Then you make it to the second phase where you start becoming the practitioner and you start implementing your own ideas and start learning it. And then you move to the third and final stage which is mastery, when you've eternalized these skills where you don't even have to think about them no longer to do them and you can start manipulating, bending, breaking and making new rules based on your mastery. And then the final piece to tie this all together, whatever it is you got to do, find a way to give them value to become their student. I know of no faster shortcut in my life. If you do know of a faster shortcut in my life, email me at contact at Zachary babcock.com. I love to talk about it on the show.
1: <laughs> awesome, man. Fucking fire there. Thanks so much, man. I, I know you, we got to keep this short. I really appreciate you coming on. That was fire. That was, uh, it's amazing what you can get done in 20 minutes. You know what yeah I mean? dude
0: <laughs> absolutely dude absolutely. and I can't wait to interview you on the podcast, man I hope you guys come check that as well. We got to get that set up ASAP right after this. I'm sending you that link
1: yeah, awesome man sounds good. Guys, make sure you check out Zachary Babcock at uh, Underdog Empowerment. Fuck he's got some great guests on there, and you know yeah he ha- he's helped inspiring me for this podcast too to go out and find some amazing people to help you guys and add value to your lives. so appreciate you guys. check out Zachary Babcock. Have an amazing day, guys boom hope you guys like that <clears throat> lots of fire like I said the most we could do in 20 minutes I think we did pretty well with what we talked about I'm gonna try my best to get him on for part two down the road dive more into his story in the podcast but I hope you guys got value from that I know I did go hit that subscribe button leave us a review let us know what you think and go check out Zach's podcast underdog empowerment love you guys appreciate you have an amazing day we'll catch you next time
0: You just finished another class at the University
1: of Adversity. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and tune in again next time for more life lessons with Lance ECOs.